0: From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors.
1: Wow, this is going fast. Hour number three is already here. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Last radio show. Uh, We'll be moving to uh, Carbon TV carbon tv.com uh, carbon tv.com starting on may uh, 14th we'll be there and uh dancing and prancing right there in front of your uh mobile device television set whatever it is you want to listen to or watch or anything like that and uh, uh i I'm, I'm happy to say that uh our sponsors uh are gonna go with us they want to stay with us and be a part of it and uh we got to welcome tampa bay brewing company they've Decided to come on board with us as well. David Doble and his crew uh, up in Oldsmar and down in Ebor. A beautiful place, good food, great brewery. Great beer. Great beer uh, of all different makes and models. Uh, I'm partial to the Reef Donkey, but uh, there's a lot of other ones out there. If you enjoy the uh, libations with uh, a meal or whatever, that's a great place to start. And uh, we were talking with David this past week, and he's like, well, you know you're going to have to do a live show up at the Beer Fest. And I went, well, it's outdoors, so yeah, I guess we can put that we'll under be a, the umbrella. We'll, be outside. Yeah. we'll bring a BB gun, and we'll uh, set up a uh, kid's uh, shooting game. Well, it's
0: yeah. to somebody's eye yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be about shooting or fishing.
1: Exactly. it's to be about life. Well, I know that uh, when you and I, uh, when uh, you invited me to be a part of your show, no, we
0: did it together. I'm, ju- I'm just back saying. In the I, day. I, it was my idea uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the old, uh, you know, uh, outdoors with Austin and Gun in the yeah, uh, great show in the old production studio in the silent room.
0: All right, well, let me say what I'm going to say before you throw it out there. Okay. Or you never stop talking and I don't get to say it. Okay, there go There you ahead. go. Get it in. Uh, I, there's two people we we got to thank that. Yeah, I haven't heard you mention them today, so if you have, stop me. Uh, you got to talk about Kevin Ebel, maybe the greatest producer ever. He's done four major market morning shows, and when they fire everybody on the morning show, Kevin never goes. That's true. He's absolutely amazing as a producer. Just he, He's three steps ahead of you, because you know when... We'd do the show, and I'd say something about rabbits. He'd go, "I just saw this thing here about rabbits." Uh, he just was on it.
1: Well, now Kevin joined us when we uh, went into the bigger studio, and uh, it's not—that's not the point. Okay,
0: and and then Monica. Uh, Sandoval, who's doing very well now on radio, was the other great producer. Didn't like guns, didn't like hunting, didn't nope. like fishing. Nope. And she was an amazing producer. Yeah, and, and she still is. Well, she's funny as crap, and now she's part of a of a big show. And and I told him, you know, it's funny. I've had this discussion with one of the bosses from then. I said, the stupidest thing you guys ever did was fire her. Yeah. Yeah, she and, was a great he asset. Agrees. He agrees. He's like, if so you don't, don't remember who remember
1: Monica, is, if you don't know who Monica is, she's the one who voiced all of our uh, Sims Crane safety tips. She's, she's the, the tiny one.
0: Mexican, if we're allowed to say that on the radio. Yeah. Hey,
1: and uh, <laughs> again, you know, she was not a big hunter. She didn't like to hunt or anything not like at that. at all. She didn't But hunt. she read them all and did them all professionally on how to prepare your turkeys, how to take care of the meat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all those things. Uh, she did all that without <sighs> complaining one time. And then, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank two that are not here anymore. Uh, that would be uh, Jay Miller and Tom Rivers, who gave us the opportunity to go in there and be idiots yeah. on the radio. Uh, yeah. Talking about, uh, they had their own version of the show. Tom Rivers had his own name for the show, but couldn't mention it on the air. He said, uh, How's that killing? Stuff show going. <laughs> but he didn't use the word stuff. And uh, he thought that's what we were originally going to call it. Remember that? He goes, what are you going to call this show? Yeah. Going out and killing blank?
2: <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah.
1: Are you done? Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Continue on, Steve. I'm trying. So, you know, Monica would would hated anything wild game. She didn't want to hear about it. And I about once a month, I'd ambush her. I'd make something out of Wild Hog or whatever. And bring it in, and she'd eat half the pan, because she didn't know what it was.
2: This is so good.
0: Yeah, I just say, hey, is there some lasagna in here? And she'd go get a plate that you know you couldn't see her behind it. <laughs> but she just was was fabulous, and and I think you know the support that show had was unbelievable. And and outdoors with Austin and Gun, you know this show didn't mean didn't mean nothing to me. But <laughs> thanks, no, appreciate I'm just, it. I'm, I'm just kidding. Tell us how name. you really feel. Yeah, I'm just saying that because of the name. It just you know. It, but that one to me was when times were the best.
1: Yeah, and it and it, and it led to greater things. I mean, we opened up you and Jay. Came up with the brainchild of uh, Austin and Gun Outfitters, and put it in the wrong city. And, well uh, dude, we had great customers. Uh, we, we really didn't did. have enough
0: of them, though. It was in God's waiting room. You can't build anything in St. Pete it has to do with the outdoors.
1: Well, I mean, uh, we had uh, you know ninety uh, percent of the Buccaneers came in and purchased from us. Uh, Schwartzkopf was a regular visitor uh, to come in and. You guys would get over in the corner and coffee it up and chit chat for about four hours. Yeah, we, did. And we did. You and know what?
0: You know what was funny though is, is we were doing inventory one day and the, and the two guys that worked with us they're like Little in the Dave
1: back, and uh, Brian
0: and they, they're like looking for stuff in the back of the store and I'm at the cash register and I hear that door dinger or whatever they call those things go off and I didn't look up because we just opened I mean open five minutes and a guy walks up to the counter and I, I can see his belly button but I'm right in the middle of adding something. And I go, yes, sir, can I help? You? And I look up and it's Schwarzkopf. And <laughs> they're staring right at me and I'm like, you immediately snap into the military. Sir, can I help you, sir?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his military versions go, uh, you know, come back, it's like uh snap but, to attention.
0: But you know what? He heard about it. I don't know I don't know where if I don't know if he said he was listening. I don't remember, but I think he said somebody told him about it. So he got up, you know, on a on a Saturday morning and drove over there. That's cool. Had that big uh SUV that's armored and uh I'd say to you, you know, since there's a $5 million bounty on you, do you carry a gun? And he went, yep. Just pulled out this Colt Commander out of the back of his pants with four stars in the butt. What do you think that's worth? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's in the Smithsonian now. But
1: Well, uh, now, didn't he say something? You said something like, General, don't you have uh, bodyguards or whatever? And he said, uh, I got six little friends right uh, here. No, you, you. We, were saying, <laughs> we were
0: saying, don't you, you have bodyguards with you? He goes, that's why I come here. I got guys here with guns. We're, we're fine. That's Cause, smart. Because we all were armed. Of course, it made you a nervous wreck who's in the store because somebody sneak up behind you and open that door and you
1: stand right where you're going to (laughs) move. General's in the store, get out! (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you remember when we did the uh, Schwarzkopf shoot that one time? You and I were on a team. We were out there messing around, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, you're like, "Dude, have you noticed all the guys back in the woods uh, over here?" Black
0: pajama guys, man. They were everywhere. Oh, we had
1: uh, guys all stationed out there while the general was out shooting on the on the sporting place.
0: Huh? Hiding in the woods. Oh, they're out there oh, guarding them. Oh, yeah. they him, were
1: dude. bodyguards. They were That's all... crazy.
0: I'm sure they were seals, probably. Back, yeah,
1: back in the bushes <laughs> back there, you know, uh, the, making sure that he was fine
0: and safe. The the late Dave McKay and I got in some serious trouble because, you know, we're starving. You know, we want to eat because we've been up since four driving up there. And he had his own private area in the woods, the general, with all the bodyguards around. And they're cooking chicken and burgers from, uh, I guess it was Outback. Outback. Yeah. yeah. So me and Dave... Come walking up with our shotguns. And <laughs> the general's out on the course somewhere, and these women are cooking. And Dave goes, could we uh, maybe get a couple of burgers each? And she goes, well, this is the general's food. And, and I go, we're with the general. That's why we're over here, which was a total <laughs> lie. And so we get a plate. We got the baked beans, the potato salad, the burgers. And I see the general's golf cart coming with those flags flying. I told Dave, I said, we, Time to go. we are dead. <laughs> and he pulls up, and the general gets out. And, Steve, what are you doing? I said we were fixing you a plate. <laughs> he goes, "No, you weren't." <laughs> I said, "Well, Dave wanted to come over, Dave, but I didn't say come over here and eat." <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to pack it off on anybody I can, <laughs> but he's like, "Just go ahead and eat and hang out. We don't care." But I mean, that's the way he was. He's good natured. He's a great guy, and and uh, you know, that's somebody I really do miss because he'd come in the store. You know, our the guy, the main owner of the store had. Uh, it was a Green Grass of Africa, the the book by uh, – who's the guy that killed himself? Key West guy. Uh, the great writer, I can't remember his name. Herman uh, Melville. Or what's it, uh, Hillenberger. What? Herman what?
3: Melville. No. no. no.
2: Uh, Hemingway. 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 Yes. There's
4: like a bunch of them that were actually down
0: there, all right? And yeah. a lot of them killed themselves. Okay, we got it. So, uh,
1: <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to help Hemingway. you. Hemingway. It's
0: Ernest so, Hemingway. So Jay had a copy that was signed by him of that book. Actually signed by Hemingway because Jay had a ton of money, he probably paid twenty grand for that book. <laughs> Easily. So uh Schwarzkopf's in a store one day and he's looking at it and he goes, Wow, man, that's an original. It's got an autograph. Jay Miller goes, It's yours, take it with you. Take it, it's yours. I'm going, Are you kidding me? Because that was Schwarzkopf's favorite book. Wow.
2: I bet you he he loved that. Oh yeah, I mean, that's just something that you don't do every day.
1: Well, we had those adventures, uh, you know, out in the woods. We'd uh, go out, uh, Austin and gun and we would go hunt all the time together. We'd show up on the morning show when he would fill in and everything, and we'd be in camos because after we got off, we were going to go somewhere and go hunt. And of course, half the sales staff would berate us because we were going to go out and kill, you know, Bambi. And uh, until Steve said we're going out to kill Pumbaa, we're not going out to kill yeah. Bambi. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, well, then I don't care. You know, pigs are ugly, so you can go kill as many pigs as you want to." But um, it 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 was a great time, and then it would spill over into the store because, believe it or not. Us in there together and uh with Brian who was a cantankerous old uh you know gun Ex-cop, guy.
0: Retired St. Pete cop.
1: Yeah, that uh had seen it all, the good side and the bad side. And then we had young David in there who we uh, we stole away from another gun shop who He's came to work for us. Guy, though. Kid knew everything about guns. That's awesome. So we had a great crew in there and uh we had a lot of people uh, who would come in and just want to hang. I mean, they would just hang out and talk all day.
2: It was. I could only imagine the stories that ran through that store. Yeah, and the people that wanted a discount.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Well, yeah. and, and I will say this. that <laughs> well, your family, that's different. Uh, Jay and Jamie, you know, they, 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 they left us to our own devices. Uh, they let us handle the front of the store, and we were having a good time. The only other place that I've ever been into that reminds me of the way we used to have it at the gun shop is Deer Hunter Guns. It's family owned and operated. Everybody knows. It's like Cheers. Everybody knows their names. They do the, the lunch Fridays where they buy pizza and you can come in there and hang out. And you got all these old World War II vets and Vietnam vets and all these guys in there and they're in there just telling war story. I mean, it's just a fascinating place to be. it would be a
2: cool day just to hang out. You yeah, know?
1: and then then Austin and Gun Outfitters uh, was was that way a lot. I mean, we did have some wackos and some crazy adventures in there. And yeah, you were some, the counter. Some strange. <laughs> Things that happened in there occasionally, but uh, for the most part, it was it was great years. It really was. It was fun times.
0: Uh, well, you know, you have somebody like Jay that basically owns a store with with all that money, and and again, somebody had never never picked up a gun, got into the you know the high end Berettas because he had all that money. I mean, he's buying and Parazzis. He's buying twenty thousand dollars shotguns
1: and Parazzis. Yeah. And, and and then all of a sudden next thing you know he and Jamie are doing off Orvis shooting they're taking doing
0: Orvis is what they were doing
1: going off and doing the Orvis shooting <laughs> and all the other stuff well you know what steves steves right i mean you took a guy and this is why we say we emphasize if you get somebody out there and let them go shoot and have them introduce them to it it Lord opens up their where, eyes yeah. it, it, it's going to lead to better and better things just it's like taking a kid fishing i hunting. know he's making light of it but jay and jamie went driving all over with you Looking at gun shops yeah, across I mean, the country. Yeah, in the back
0: seat. That was the life.
1: Yeah, but then uh, you came back with some great ideas. and
0: uh, Well, that's because we were going to shot shows everywhere. And, 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 you know, the the most fun thing was the a School, in which they held up in Tallahassee. And, and you know, you shot 1,500, 1,600 rounds in, in two days. Wow. I couldn't lift my arm. It, it, it's rugged, but it's fun.
1: That's and the a- o- and the only gun shop that uh, mirrored ours was, what's the name of that high-end place up in Tallahassee? Frank's. Ke- Kevin's. Kevin's. And uh, I know that Jay thought that the way they did things and the way it looked, he really liked it and wanted to kind of mimic some of it when we opened the shop. So all these custom oak, you know, beautiful. We were in
0: God's waiting room, though.
1: yeah. But if you want to see if you want to see what our old cabinetry looks like, then you just go over to Cracker Boys because they bought everything when we closed. The Did they really? Yeah. So all that beautiful cabinetry and all that stuff is still being displayed. Firearms, so it, it lives on. Just like
2: the big and wild on CarbonTV.com.
1: I think, That's right, I think baby.
3: CarbonTV would be pretty good with Stephen, Braden having the conversation oh, like God. in the studio. Oh, we'll have him. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> no. He'll be. Out.
0: You see why you heard this last fifteen minutes. See, can you imagine
1: Steve Austin say, asking yeah. for makeup? Yeah. He can use some makeup. You're a little high
2: pro glow there, buddy. you got to tone it down a little it's bit. It's called yet. sweat. <laughs> 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 We're going to take a
1: break. Get into big amount of outdoors, pricing my brain for it. Stay there. Welcome back! It is the Big and Wild Outdoors uh, last radio show uh, here on uh, 1010. We'll God. be we'll be <laughs> we'll be moving over to Carbon TV. Uh, May 14th is our start date, and uh, you can go to Carbon TV and uh, sign on, subscribe, do all that stuff. Glenn uh, basically downloaded the app and put it on his phone in about uh, 30 seconds. So yeah, it didn't take again.
3: long. It was very simple. Just said Carbon TV.
1: Yep. Yeah. Add it on there, and then of course you can uh, get alerts for when the new episodes and all that stuff come up. So uh, I
3: didn't go that far. I'm just saying. I, I We'll, you <laughs> we'll get it. you there. We'll get you. He's <laughs> oh, all there already. We'll get him there.
1: Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the old days and we, how the things started. And you uh, got a rat in your pocket, as a matter of fact. And uh, <laughs> Steve, you I were feel remiss. I feel like I cut Steve off when he was talking like. about uh, his. Uh, he's had some people to thank and all uh, that stuff for getting you already started. did it. Jay Tom. No, and who
0: else? Um, I, Kevin and Monica, and I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Steve, I other.
2: want to thank you. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> what a mark.
1: <laughs> what a mark. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, it was, a, it was a strange transition to go from uh, the beginnings, the humble beginnings, to where we are today. It really is. No,
0: well, I, I, let me jump in here and just say. Okay. Uh, you know, the best of times and the worst of times when you guys left went over there, and I understand you had to do what you had to do for your career. That's, that's everybody. You do what you got to do. But, you know, after that, Outdoors with Austin Gunn was never the same show. I had the worst radio partner in the history of radio. I could have had Hitler on. He'd have been more fun. <laughs> wow. And and And, you know, I just gave up and quit after a while because it was just mind-boggling trying to do the show and get three emails a night about it. So, you know, the best of times was when I did it with you. I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. And I and, and I mean it sincerely. And I was close enough that I could smack you on that show occasionally. That is true. It gets you to quit talking. You know, I just want to bring... Okay, I'll be quiet for a minute. And he would. You better take advantage I... of that minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got, uh, we were sitting across from each other. So we had uh, just a little stick mic off to the side. So uh, him being a, the guy he is, he would... I would go off, and he would go, hey. And then he would just do one of these On numbers. topic. On topic. <laughs> he'd yeah. go, hey. And he would go, pop. Give me a little pat by and be like, what the? And I'll Kevin, of it. course, would be over there <laughs> laughing his butt off. Shut up for a second. That's it, what I would do. What get.
0: was you saying, Steve? I, I just, you know, I mean, the, the point I wanted to make, and and, and I did enjoy it. Br- Braden was, was a good partner, and, and we hunted together all the time. Of course, we'd drive somewhere to hunt, and I, I was silent the whole trip. I did. <laughs> do you think? What if, if we got up? Uh, <laughs> that was pretty much it. I couldn't wait to get in the tree stand where it was just quiet. <laughs> I don't care if I don't see an animal, it's just quiet. Yeah, but then
2: you hear this across the wood. Psst.
0: Oh, he called me. Hey, what do you think if uh, we, uh- no, oh, he didn't, he left me alone. But, no. but I mean, there were, there were some great times and a lot of fun. I met some uh, terrific people in, in the uh, Austin and Gun outdoors years and, like I said, you know, Monica and Kevin made it uh, big time. And, and Jay and Tom wouldn't have happened without them because they had to believe in us enough to sponsor that. And cause we didn't have any sponsors when we started. You know, they had None. to pay for it for a couple of whatever. What are you doing?
2: I'm trying to get the crew. You just keep talking. Don't worry about me.
3: Vince the selfie. <laughs> no, yes. Man, try to get and, and, <laughs> and I remember you talking about sponsors couldn't get any on. They couldn't keep them either once yeah. you got them on because yeah. I remember Brayden calling me. Hey, man, I'm stuck down here in Wild Mama. Uh, Is it possible you could come pull me out? I remember that. He got his truck stuck. Yeah, I, when yeah. I started to pull him, I said, Bray, let me cut this tree out of the way. I actually have a saw. No, just pull, just pull. So I pulled, and I'll, not that I just pulled, I pulled the mirror, the door, the fender, and along with everything else on that driver's side.
1: It was yeah. about $3,500 <laughs> worth of uh, damage then, on the side. Yeah, and then there, I'm yeah. feeling
3: terrible about it. And then I ended up having to cut the tree that I needed to cut before we even started. Right. Out of the way. And he says, ah, don't worry about it. It through this the uh, dealership. They'll fix it. <laughs> but you know, there's some some of the strangest <laughs> things I ever saw
0: in my life. And of course, uh, Ryan, my late son, really got into the show and hunting when we when he was around us and and uh, the Buccaneers would go hunting with us because they were big customers of the store. And we were just lucky that we were doing the buck broadcast. So that gave us access to them that a lot of people don't have. That's true. But uh, I don't know if Glenn remembers. You remember that time we're standing there talking at the trucks, freezing cold down in Waimama, and a bobcat ran between right. us. We're about four feet apart, chasing a rabbit ran right between us. He was hunting. Never saw us. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. was focused.
3: Mine was on groceries. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I will say that these, all these adventures and all this stuff came to fruition because. Uh, we stood in front of Jay Miller trying to convince him to uh, do an outdoor show and uh, get it started, and like you said, they, they trusted us. I didn't say they would believe in us, but I said they trusted us enough to at least attempt to do a good job on doing yeah, on, yeah, on the show. They,
0: they were putting money out to do the show in That's those right. days, and they didn't have to do that. It's just it's a different time in radio, man. It really was. Yeah, it was
1: more of a family uh, operation, and we all – Showed up at each other's events and concerts. Backstage, there would be salespeople, promotions people, uh, the secretary up front that answered the phone. They were we were all there. we yeah. were all we we're all there together. Yeah. Um, but I think the progression of uh, the adventures that we've had, uh, you and I, us, Glenn, and everybody all together. Uh, Bill George, I mean everybody associated with the show. I mean uh, with Carlos. Oh, and, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Vince and, and uh, meeting great people like, uh, you know, Toby and all the others that we've had a chance to hunt with. Well, and you know, and this guy with.
0: in particular has, has been an unbelievable friend. That is per- true. Period.
1: Glenn, from the day, I mean, from the moment he pulled me out of that mud that first time. Uh, we talk, talk about a funny story. We go
0: out to his place one night. He's had hogs just running all over the place. And I bring Ryan, I don't know, he's maybe eight. Right, yeah. And he had that little 260, and we get up in that double stand Glenn has, and it starts raining, it starts getting cold. He's like, I don't, I don't want to sit up here. I want to go in the house and play games with his son. And I'm like, I'm telling you, if Glenn says these hogs will be here right before dark, they'll be here. Well, I don't think so, so I'm going to go in the house. So he goes in the house, and about two two minutes later, here comes a monster walking right up the trail. <laughs> and I go, kaboom! And just and, and actually it kind of ran about 30 yards and went, yeah. out, went under a stump or something. We couldn't find it for hours. But Ryan's like, did you really kill a hog or did you just shoot? I'm like, no, I really killed him. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. out here. <clears throat> it's out here. And his dog, of course, once we turned it loose. Sally, walks, what was the name of that dog? Silly dog. Silly, yeah. Walked straight in the woods right to that hog. Yep, and I remember that. Oh, silly dog. Big red hog, too. Yep. Man, thing's thing is red as can be. I got it hanging on the wall right now. But uh, just great memories like that and going fishing and, yeah, you know, went out with uh, – what's the guy from Brandon Ford? Sorry here, I forgot. Brooksy. I Brooksy. Yeah. Took, took me and Cletus T. Judd out one time, and we caught, I think it was 28 snook and one redfish in an hour <laughs> and a half. Yeah. Just kill him. That's a good him. day. Well, well he's, he's got a, a secret place, I won't
1: say where it is. Brooksy and uh, between him and Lori, uh, they could probably get you on every hot spot over there, especially on the Tampa side. Well, especially.
0: yeah, he's he's got a place that nobody knows about. I've never told anybody either, but <laughs> he went back through all these mangroves. I didn't think we'd ever stop driving through them, and it opened up into a giant big pool, and it was just full of fish. Yeah. Just, it's crazy.
1: Waiting on you, boy. And
2: Glenn, I got to say thank you to you, buddy. I mean, when I first started coming on the show, you definitely welcomed me with open arms. So thank you. I mean, that took a lot right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about open, but at least the handshake. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's you know, Handshake, <laughs> open arm, whatever. But I want to say thank you for that. You, you didn't know?
1: get the Braden treatment. You didn't get yeah. the who are you and why are you here? No, I did not get that. I mean, I, I not to get uh, on the bad side of anything, but I gave it to Garth Brooks the same way. The first time he walked into the radio station, I was like, who are you? Well, of you course, you, of the course only you the way. only time
3: the only time that I ever thought, what in the world is Vince thinking, naked and afraid? What's that guy doing? <laughs> I b-? do remember
2: oh, that. Oh, <laughs> Glenn was like, "Come on, man!"
1: Oh, when oh, well, we got uh, <laughs> Amber, Amber, yeah, Amber the on show? the show. Yeah,
0: oh, that's right. I remember they were yeah. on.
2: Yeah, yeah, we had that's, that's the worst fake show Glenn ever. Glenn goes, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be on that Saturday." <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had her on originally because she was on the first episode that was filmed here in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. the right. right. was down yeah. south. So yeah. uh, that's where she got the snail parasites and uh, all got that sick. kind of good stuff. But uh, the adventures that we've had uh, uh, through the radio has been a blessing uh, yeah. in many, many, many Charpent. different ways. Tarpon fishing, Uncle, being able Uncle to go. Can he take his tarpon fishing? And, oh, yeah. but uh, I, mean, I
2: got to work with you, man, Steve Austin. I mean, legend you know of the freaking radio away. Come on. You never heard me say that. I'll, I'll tell
1: you, the
3: craziest it. interviews that we had in the studio was the Hillstrand brothers. That was uh, that quite was the adventure because
1: they came straight <laughs> over from Ebor.
3: Yeah, and they was feeling uh, no pain.
1: <laughs> Andy was the only sober one there. Yeah. Big so, and wild outdoors will be back. Yep. Someday CarbonTV.com Check it out today We'll be right back Brought to you by Brandon Ford Yep, yep Real quick Give you a little bit of a fast cast here on the uh, last Big and Wild radio show. Uh,
0: There'll be be weather today. Let me jump in here and
1: say that. isolated showers and (laughs) thunderstorms are going to get kicking up around noon to 3 o'clock. Then showers likely uh, will be going on after 3, possibly some bad thunderstorms. So just be out there going to be 84 degrees, kind of breezy, 7 to 16 miles an hour, and they're saying about a 60% chance for rain. Well, so. I hope the rain kind of holds off for kicking of the Beaches this
2: weekend. I'm trying to get down there for the weigh-in and uh, hang out with the 88th Annual Suncoast Tarpon Roundup. Yeah,
1: bring a, bring a jacket, yeah, a rain gonna, jacket. It's going to get a little wet. So I got the feeling that there's going to be some guys standing in line with some fish bags that are going to be uh, kind of wet.
0: You're a fish bag.
1: boy you're talking about getting it in for the last round i'm telling you man but uh yeah that's going on today if you got nothing to do on this beautiful saturday go out there hang out and uh there's a lot of vendors food all that kind of good stuff. it's always an
2: awesome time at king of the beach always
1: it's uh great to see some of the boats and they will be bringing in some monsters with the uh, water the way it is these days. Uh, it's
2: going to be fantastic. I cannot wait to see the weather this year. Uh, cannot. What are you English? Cannot. on. Uh,
1: speaking of a guy who speaks perfect English, Toby Benoit's on the phone. Good morning, Toby. How are you, my friend?
2: Bueller. Great. There it's,
1: he is. Uh, are you all right? Are you out in the woods? Are you okay?
4: I'm. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm. I'm on my post turkey season vacation out in the Big Easy right now. But I heard. Uh, Talked to Vince yesterday. He told me about the big move, and, and, man, I am just so freaking excited for you.
1: Oh, so excited you went off to New Orleans. He's celebrating. Yeah, going to enjoy a little bit of laying you out. Uh, a, little, a little something extra, yeah, sure. Uh, stay away from Bourbon Street. It's just nothing but a ripoff.
4: That's true, but I'll be spending quite a bit of time on Canal Street.
1: Uh, Canal's a good place. Yeah, go along yeah, the waterfront. Diane and I are uh, actually on our way right now down
4: to the uh, Cafe Dumont for some beignets and Cafe OLE.
2: Boy, you better have one of those for me.
4: There, those are good.
2: Good Lord, I'll, I'm ready.
4: I'll bring you a tray, man. If you Back go the world right here, if you go you.
1: if you go across the street, look for the uh, market, uh, city market there, and get yourself a uh, really nice uh, uh, sandwich over there. Go get a muffalata and uh, enjoy it. It'll be delicious. Woo. You look can't, at the, you look can't at, leave. You can't leave New Orleans
4: without having a lada, That's for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're delicious. I know that Steve spent many, many years uh, passed out there on Bourbon Street uh, throughout the years in his rock and roll days. They so. wash.
0: They wash the streets every night. That's the good part. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 can, you can find a comfortable spot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you get a shower. Yeah, <laughs> find a nice doorway and get woke up to a nice shower. You're right, I, Slick. I, what
0: are those drinks, the Hurricanes? Or hurricanes, whatever, like Pat O'Brien's. I, yeah. I had seven of those for dinner one night. You are gotta you be kidding me? Oh, oh, my God. How are you alive? I, I don't know. But, you know, that's when we would go down there and do the bucks. We'd take those uh, buck trips. Yeah. Jerry vicious,
2: nothing but trouble, that boy.
1: Yeah. They, well, that, and then they came out with the hand grenades. Remember those, oh, the yeah, the, yeah. the whatever?
2: Toby, how'd you end up doing turkey season, man? What was the final number? Just throw us in a completely different
4: direction. We had, oh, yeah, we had, we had a fantastic season. Uh, not everybody killed one. We killed, I had 13 hunters. We, we killed eight birds. But there were 17 come in and passed all these dadgum trophy hunters went and shoot jakes and two-year-olds. Last day of season on public land. Uh, my place is over on the coast. had dried up. I wound up at a rich loan management area. You know, wherever we could find the birds. I had a had a two year old with eight inch beard standing stand at thirty yards. And the guy wouldn't shoot. wasn't big enough. It's what? still an
1: Osceola. It's uh, it's still not. Now I can understand if it was you know a bow tie Jake or something, but eight inches eight? is not uh, not bad. A solid,
4: solid two year old bird. Last day of season on public land. That's a trophy in anybody's book.
3: That, that one ain't good. It <laughs> would and ate good. I, worked,
4: I worked my butt off trying to get these guys on birds. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of trophy hunters. They wouldn't shoot them. But I'm like, it doesn't have to be a certain size to qualify for your slam. You know, you get a seven, eight-inch beard, bust his taters.
1: Exactly. Bust his taters. Bust. This That's
2: Toby Benoit. Break that right down. There. Bust right. him, son.
1: Now, how long are you going to stay down there in the Big EZ? Are you going to stay for the weekend or are you going to be a week? What are you doing?
4: Nah, we're going to spend another four or five days and then uh, then head back, back to the real world. Got to get back to work.
1: <sighs> Man, I don't know if I could spend that long down in New Orleans. I really don't unless I was outside of it. Uh, I gave us, when I went uh, last June with the kids, I think we stayed down there for about two days and then headed off to Homa. We got to get out of there, man. I mean, you can see. Yeah, well, everything. we're not
4: going to spend the whole time here in the city. We're going to be out uh, in the Jean Lafitte National National Preserve. Yeah, that's uh, we'll nice. We'll be out on the Chalmette Battlefield, and you know, seeing a, seeing a few different areas that uh, that are off the,
1: the tourist trap. You know what I mean? You go. Uh, you need to call uh, Vince's boy, Captain Duvall, down there, man. Yeah. Get on a boat. Get on some redfish, man. I yes, mean, sir. they can they can keep all those there.
4: <laughs> no, I don't want any. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> well actually next next weekend uh, that's why we're going to be coming back a little early uh, next weekend is the big airboat tournament uh redfish tournament up at uh, shired island with the dixie county airboat association and i've been invited to, to participate in that again this year
1: very nice uh, we'll
4: have anywhere from 80 to 100 airboats out there taking out uh mostly kids uh disabled vets you know, getting them out and putting them on the but, fish. FWC actually arrives at the event and patrols the waters. And while they suspend the slot limits, the the size limits on on the reds and, and the trout and everything for the for the kids in the sail just for the weekend.
1: That's wow. cool. That is now. Where's that going out of? Where where are you starting that, out? That'll be
4: that'll be the Dixie County Airboat Association is hosting that at Shired Island uh-huh. up uh, on the coast, just west of Chiefland.
1: Right. Wow, that that's good territory up there. That's that's a uh, good spot.
4: Just slap full of fish.
1: I know we were we were talking about Glenn and I were reminiscing about the time we were broadcasting up there at uh Cedar Key for the redfish tournament that GTO airboats put on out there and uh it was a rough weekend but they still caught fish. I mean you you can not not catch fish up there with all those oyster bars up in that area. So That's it, a fact. A, if you
4: can't get on the ridge there's always a black drum running through those channels and oh my goodness.
1: And it, uh, they're, yeah, they're good eaters. tremendous eats fighters. It depends on the size but yeah, I mean uh, you know that size out there running those uh, oyster bars they're good eaters. You start pulling them out of the debris off the uh, Gandhi Bridge, <laughs> uh, over 40 pounds. Eh, it's fun to catch in. You kind of turn them loose. <laughs> Let
2: them go. I, my, my perfect black drum is probably about 28.
1: Yeah, that'd be all right. That'd be all right. I like that.
2: That's a good size. That's good eats. No worms. It's a beautiful thing
1: well Toby uh, get out there be safe and remember don't take anything from anybody while you're walking down bourbon Street uh, no matter how generous they say here hold this hat <laughs> or uh, take this or uh...
2: and uh, on your way back uh, pick up an apple king cake please that'd be fantastic and, uh... Uh, uh...
1: <laughs> it's, uh, so many requests,
2: so little time. Yeah, that's true. You can
1: order king cakes. You can have those delivered yeah, by your house. But that gives
2: me an excuse to go see Toby, then. I can go hang out at the property
1: for a oh, while. Oh, I get you. Yeah.
2: You don't you don't need an excuse. I invite you up all the time. I know you do, man. It's always the worst times, too. I'm always busy. Toby just telling he's you he's going to pay is, for the kids. Which cake. is another reason I'm excited about
4: this this move to Carbon TV. I was going to free you guys up Saturday morning. Instead of sitting in the tree stand listening to you live, I can have you 100 yards over in another stand waving at you. Uh, That's true.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can do that too. I know that. uh, I know that. Vince said that. uh, uh, I brought it up on the first hour that uh, you invited us to go maybe film a a turkey hunt. I said that'll be the most boring show in America because it'll be an hour and a half of just silence and everyone, the occasional (laughs) turkey call, and uh, you know, a little bit butt shifting uh, when you get an opportunity, and uh, that's about (laughs) it. Uh, Unless we edit it right, you know, like they do it. But if you do it live. That's going to be a tough one, man.
4: I don't know if we can do yeah, that one live. No, no, I don't know. I don't know about doing it live. I was thinking maybe get you in the blind and then you can edit it into the show. Oh, yeah. Now sure. down we're talking. The road, just have a segment where you, you know, busting a big old gobbler tater.
1: That'd be nice. Well, Toby, be safe, have fun and uh you know, don't don't, don't get crazy with those Pat O'Briens. Don't take Steve's example. He's uh, he's a big boy and uh that was a long time Not- ago.
4: Not going to lie, I woke up with a pretty pretty good hangover this morning from a
1: hurricane. (laughs) There's just so much sugar in those things. That's why, man. It just beats you up. Toby, go relax and have fun, brother.
0: All right, my
1: boys. Congratulations. Thank Thank you, sir. Thank you, Toby.
0: The great thing about those hurricanes is you can drink five of them and talk for six hours, and you have no idea what about That's kind of like, kind of like him.
1: So you're accusing me of drinking hurricanes before I come in on no, the show? No, shelves? just talking,
0: and you don't even know what about?
1: Okay, yeah, I don't know. It's been good though. I will tell you this, and <laughs> right? all in all the years I spent uh, walking the streets of New Orleans and everything else, and
0: tell us, Braden,
1: won't you? I only had you know, one time. I had a sip of a Pat O'Brien one time, and that was all it took for me not to ever well, mess with him again.
0: Good for you.
1: They're just too sweet. But man. if you put a reef donkey in front of that boy, watch out. They're just way too sweet. Way too sweet. I just can't handle it.
3: There's a lot of love. It's a good there? thing there's a lot of love in here. Yeah. <laughs> be, the nights nice would be out. Not really that much.
1: <laughs> so, where are we going to go? I'm giving uh, you
3: more credit. You know?
1: Where are you going to go from here, Steve? Are you done? Are you wait- I mean, what do you want to do?
0: What do you mean, at 10 o'clock?
1: Well, no, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, so You're going to go record? What are you doing? You're yeah, doing I your got, show? Yeah, i got, uh, got,
0: to, got to do some shows today for, for 98.7 The Shark. The
1: Shark. Ooh. I right, listen to them. I'm all good. I, I wanted to get your opinion on this and ask you what you think. California is bragging that they are going to have now the largest uh, wildlife crossing in the world going over a few highways, a 10-lane highway. Over Los Angeles? Over it instead of under it. Over it so that the wildlife and the uh, particularly the cougars and all the other stuff can move freely back and forth. Um, well, I looked, I'm look.
0: i all for it if it'll help, if it'll actually help.
3: What's cool. it doing, giving the uh, the animals an opportunity to pick what vehicle they want to jump out in front of? I get, no, Coming because from the top? I'm <laughs> jumping. Here comes one.
1: Well, I looked at it this way. I go, you know, cougars and bears are pretty smart. And you can, and you know from having feeders and everything else, it's like hogs. Bears know where that feeder is, and they usually keep it within their roaming area so they can come and mess with it and get a little corn out of it and knock it around and do whatever. I said, what does California think that those cougars and bears are going to do once they find out that everything is streaming across this little patch of land All here?
2: All-you-can-eat buffet.
3: Possibly.
1: I, I would think that the cougars especially would be smart enough to go, you know, if I just hang out here, those those deer come walking right to me, and they really have no place to go but like down, down or where they came from. So it's uh, like a funnel, and they're going to sit there and uh, just let it come to them.
0: I just I don't like the idea of over. I would have rather seen it go under where they're a little safer too.
1: Were they not yeah. leaping off the uh, side? They're
2: not falling off the bridge. That's actually a really good idea.
1: I saw a, probably have them caged up. <laughs> I saw some video of these deer that were being running in. There's this one bridge that's notorious where these deer have a tendency to leap off of it, thinking that uh, it's just as low as where they started on the other side. Right. And mentally, they go over and there it drops like sixty, seventy feet, and. Uh, It kills hundreds of them every single year where these things just leap off the bridge trying to do their thing and get away from cars and all that other stuff. So I don't know. I think it's a bad idea, and uh, we'll have to see. I'm with you. I think it should have been under instead of over. And the other story, I know you probably heard about this, but I know it's something that uh, you'd be extremely pissed about, so I wanted to bring it to you. Hundreds of shark fins found at a Texas restaurant. Did you hear That's about that about, story? I,
0: I don't think anybody ought to keep any sharks because they're endangered all over the world.
1: You don't think you should be able to keep like a little black tip or something? I agree. Or?
0: Wh- why? Why? To eat it. Dude, there's plenty of crap in the ocean to eat. You don't have to <laughs> Thank be, you. You don't have to be taking nature's predator and cleaner in the ocean. I just, I've just, always just thought keeping sharks is stupid. I see well, people I, do it down in Boca Grand Pass because they don't catch a big tarpon and, and they get bored. And, and pull in a bullhead or, or whatever, and and a bull shark, and, and they just, you know, wanted to eat? Really? Well, or, or let's make an aphrodisiac out of the fin. I mean,
2: I've told you this time, I have never, in the years I've fished, I have never kept a shark, ever. Why no, not? No, it wouldn't do it. Same reason for Steve. Why?
1: Well, I mean, uh, if you're going to have that mentality, then why are you out shooting coyotes? Why are, why are you out shooting a bobcat? Why are you out shooting a... Well, first uh, of know? all,
0: coyotes are not native to the eastern United States. I understand States.
1: that, they're but, uh, but, but they're but they're still considered uh, predator control and all that stuff if you're out there killing them for the little thorns. And
2: Black tip I don't, is I don't, delicious. I don't it, think, think,
0: it is. I
3: don't think
2: you should... If we don't have the them. sharks in the ocean, we have nothing.
0: Yeah, the, you, the ocean will not survive without them.
3: We're not saying fish them to extinction We're just saying, you know, pull one in every now and then A black tip's delicious
4: So is, uh, oh, what's it, uh, sand shark?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm with you when it comes to this kind of stuff I have never could understand the mentality Where you, you defend a shark And uh, throw the carcass over the side and Because it's a lot more money And uh, use it for some sort of soup I mean, uh, that just makes no sense to me whatsoever Agree Agree so we can agree on at least one thing about it, and I'm glad You're that they still got saying
0: busted. It's okay to eat some of them. Well, I'm basically saying, those I'm, that
3: migrate and they shouldn't have been here. I'm with Steve. Hundred percent with White. Steve. Bandit Bandit World.
0: World. Well, if we kill a whale? Maybe a big blue whale.
2: How about let's go get let's go let's go get shampoo? Don't
1: think I wouldn't try it.
2: We know he I would I, eat muscovy.
1: I, I will eat muscovy. I don't think i won't. I would try whale. Wouldn't you try whale if it was no. a whale? Oh, okay. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Taking a break. We'll be right back. I was waiting for Steve to do the oh wow wow, come on man, you can still belt it out. Nah, back
0: in black used to be the one I sang on the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, good
4: choice though. Good I can choice, I can, I can respect that one.
1: Big and Wild Outdoors, uh, final radio show. Thank you for joining us and thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we appreciate you listening and all the great people who've called in and and uh, wish us the best of luck on uh, carbon TV at carbontv.com. We'll be Shifting gears and going over there, uh, May 14th is our start to date. Our first or, show, yeah. Our first show. and You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, we, we, we hope that all you guys will come and find us, that's for sure. I mean – We've had what is it Glenn 12 years here on 1010 12, 12 years it's, it's,
3: it's been a it's been a while and I still have some of the fr- original paperwork <laughs> the, <laughs> the original uh, paperwork uh, uh, all the stuff you know and uh, your dad was very instrumental in getting us back on there anyway so That is true um, uh,
1: uh, so was Mike Collada of uh, you know friend of Steve's and I's that we've known for years uh, uh when we left the other station came here and I said uh, we'd like to bring the show back. And he said, we'd love to have you back. We'd love to have the outdoor show back on 1010. And and uh, we just had to work out the details. And it's been that way ever since. So I, mean, I
3: people, think it had a lot to do with your dad.
1: though. I do, too. <laughs> Tw- so 12 years here, uh, four years over somewhere else. And then, uh, Steve, you and I... Austin and Gunn, we did it for what? How many years? Uh we started know, in probably, 90.
0: Probably 10 years and I did it uh 1 year without you and then I was ready to leap off. The so
2: people wing. don't realize that this is America's longest running outdoor show across the country.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, we started when did we this beg to be, when did we beg to be on? Was that 97, 96? No, it was uh,
0: right right after
1: 9/11. Oh, was it really? Yeah, you
0: because know, we were talking about people need to, something to cheer them up and and no, you're right. It was right before 9-11. Yeah, it
1: was. It was before that. Um...
0: Because that Saturday of 9-11, we did the boat show downtown.
1: Oh, that's right. <clears throat> and oh, I dude. got
0: I got deathly ill. I don't know what was going on with that, but uh, God, I remember that. God, I forgotten the, the all the whole, about that. You know, the atmosphere, the air, the trees, the water. Something was just everything was <laughs> it different. Was a weird, weird day. Up. Yeah, because that happened on Tuesday, and we had already been committed to that big boat show, and. People were walking around. They, you know, still had a big crowd, but nobody was talking. They would just look at boats and just stand around. Nobody. It's was. like zombies, man. Because yeah. remember,
1: uh, the you know they everybody didn't want to get in large gathering groups or anything because they were afraid that. Well, I you just know, think everybody was,
0: was grieving and stunned and. Yeah, I think it was a lot of
3: stun. They
0: just yeah. couldn't believe it. But you know, it's Disbelief. it's been a lot of good times too. I went out to Seattle and spent three days with all of those captains from. Uh, the deadliest catch. Oh, that and must have been a trip. Oh, I was smart enough not to get on that boat and go on their <laughs> there, there. There were 10 dish jockeys in the whole country they invited there.
1: Wait, and did you go out on the the Hillstrands boat? I got, I
0: got on all the boats when they're sitting there tied to the dock. Right. But when they wanted to take, uh, the, the Crazy Brothers wanted to go out and take the a The Hillstrands, yeah. They were going to cook some salmon on the deck, and I'm going, no. no <laughs> there ain't no way in hell that I'll get on that boat and go out there. Good lord, that, that water's so rough, man. And that, I mean, I asked him, I said, You guys ever throw up? He goes, Oh, yeah. First couple of years I was on the boat, I was peeing Burp. all the time. Damn.
2: no way.
3: That's why they were always skinny.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: Boats that- are incredible to walk across, they're pretty neat because you think they would just constantly smell like fish, but they don't. They're really well kept. And uh, that one guy I can't stand, Captain Keith, his boat's ginormous. That's a World all War II that's a World War II boat. All those boats are big. Yeah. Well, it
1: was a mine tender or something, it wasn't something it? From
0: World the, War II. Yeah. Uh
1: well, I know that we had the Hillstrands in uh and did an interview with them and uh Glenn and uh, Bart was in with us uh doing the show then and uh that was quite the um, Well, I
0: know Andy bought some houses here. I, I ran into him at a gas station one day last year. So he still comes in, checks on these houses he owns. Well, he used to come he down.
1: Probably
2: and, sold them now. <laughs> probably. Well, he used to come down and gator it.
1: hunt all the time. Yeah. They would come down and gator hunt, fish, and uh, do some offshore stuff, and it was always a good time.
2: I know we're running out of time, and it's the last part of the show. And I, I just, I got to get something in. Okay. I want to thank all you guys in this room for giving me my opportunity to come on this show. You're welcome. I love you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But, no, uh, I mean, working working He's with so with legends like Braden and yourself, Steve, and, and Glenn. You oh, know, we,
3: I'm in the category of the two legends. You're Come in, on. You're man. in
2: the middle, brother. You're right there. But I, I got to say thank you, and I'm, I'm looking forward to moving on with the Big and Wild on CarbonTV.com, doing our show as a TV show now, not a radio show, and I cannot wait to have you guys on with us.
1: Yeah, because, well, you know, you're always welcome. I mean, you're always part uh, of the family, so absolutely. Oh, they're not going anywhere.
0: But honestly, no, I don't want to be on. I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, but you yeah. know, I mean, the best of luck to you. Seriously, I I hope it turns out to be everything you hoped it would be. You know? I, I hope so. I mean, I think it will. I, I mean, got something cooking. I mean, we got. I've had good mentors in
2: this. I whole. think
1: I'm. Uh, I think I'm more excited to hear about your uh, dream of what you're thinking about doing because I'm excited well, about we're, hearing we're, that. We're getting
0: closer. It's not. It's not hunting and fishing. So you know, ain't gonna no. But does if it have
2: anything to do with jackstrap. Uh Anything to do with Jack Strap? A little, yeah. If
1: it it has anything to do with what we talked about off the air, I think it would just be gangbusters. I I can't wait. I would would be awesome. If there was some way to put that on Carbon TV, I would be uh, all for it. I'd be awesome. and,
2: And thank you to everybody who listens to this show. You guys have been amazing listeners and amazing sponsors, and we cannot wait to bring more value to you value to our listeners and viewers now because we'll be on tv yeah so thank you big big love for me you guys thank you yeah and from
1: all of us i mean
0: i just you know i want to thank all the the farm owners and all the people let us come out and uh, hunt and fish their land including glenn a lot of great memories you know my son loved this show and and some of my best memories of him was hunts that we got off this show and things we mine too yeah it's uh I, I'm gonna miss it. I really am. I was a little emotional about it and I got up today. I thought, wow man, that's the end of a
2: like a twenty two year run.
1: It's almost twenty twenty five years, bro. Uh, twenty five years. Been around a long time. It's
2: crazy. <clears throat> and don't worry, Bill Jordan's crazy Hawaiian shirts will be around. You'll see you'll still hear Bill Jordan's. Yeah, he's not too. going <laughs> to, you know, And you get that nose
1: breathing
4: you can't live without. <laughs> you'll break he'll break into random F W C meetings.
1: Uh, that, that'd be all right. I just told him no more sleeping behind the microphone.
0: You, you know, and I was thinking about it the other day, the FWC has a meeting, and they look at the back door, and there's Bill, and they go, oh, God. They yeah. do. Oh, every, you know Every time. They they do. time.
1: They every do. time. They see that Hawaiian shirt like, sliking through there, man, and they're like, oh, God, he showed up again. I think he's only I, missed I, two I, uh, in I, I the, I all the Bill years. I tell Bill all
3: the time you're going to be that guy that they find them Hawaiian bits of shirts in uh, <laughs> the gator gator <laughs> farm somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And a thought, chipper nearby. Yeah, uh, yeah. right. Well, I, I, I was always hoping that uh, maybe one day uh, some smart governor somewhere would go, you know, this guy's been to every meeting except for two. Maybe make him a commissioner. Make him, he- make him a commissioner, or
0: put him in jail.
1: One, one of, of the, the two. two. <laughs> you got to
0: do something. Exactly.
1: You either got to remove him or get him in there. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I but used to tell uh, him
3: all the time, "The Gator Mafia, man, they're going to get you. You
2: better watch out.
1: One no, of these days, it may come been to It's been a him.
2: heck of a run, boys.
1: It has and uh, it's gonna continue on in a different uh platform and I just I you know, I it's it's the way things are going. I mean there's no there's no radio group that doesn't uh push their listeners to go listen to the podcast or go check us out or download the app and all that stuff. So um it's on both sides and, and I think uh the way of the future and all that other stuff, it's going to have to be hand in hand. It's just the way it is.
2: May 14th, Carbon TV, you guys. It's going to be on the Facebook page. It's going to be on the Big and Wild website, com. Don't worry. You'll be able to find us. Like I said, Glenn already downloaded it.
1: It's on his phone. He's yep. ready. Yeah, it's all good. So all you guys listening over in China and the Netherlands <laughs> and Sweden and uh, everywhere else in the world, uh, it'll be a little bit easier. So now, that's what they look like. So I after the made... show,
2: we have to go wardrobe shopping, bro, because that ain't going to work. <sighs>
1: This is my signature It's look. not going to work there. It is going to
3: work.
0: That's why I'm going to go eat breakfast with Glenn. <laughs> yeah. a, that sounds real good to me. You know what? It's your nightmare forever
2: now. <laughs> hey, well, if I
1: could find the shirt that Glenn has, this would be my new signature shirt. I love this shirt. Where'd you get that one?
2: Bell's Outlet. Really? Yeah. That's a nice shirt.
3: What kind is it? That's what, the size. kind of pitch. <laughs> We sounded like a bunch of girls talking about prom dresses. Lakota, <laughs> Lakota shirts. Remember I bought that? several of them, and man, I, I love them.
1: They, they look nice. I like yeah. those shirts. They're cool. That'll be my new signature. They're very shirt. form-fitting. Well, it's
0: breathable. It's breathable fabric. Yeah. So it is
1: cotton. That's what I'm wearing here, man. Cotton's so
2: heavy, dude. I cannot wear cotton anymore.
1: I can't stand that. When I
2: got out of them cotton uniform shirts,
3: uh, these are what I went to, and it, it's been great. Yeah, Braden that- likes those shirts because they're three for $8. Yeah. I exactly. think I got them for 12. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, everybody, it's been a great run. It's been wonderful. Steve, couldn't have done it without you, my friend. Glenn, couldn't no, have done could. it without you. And uh, Vince, can't do it without you. So, Let's go. thanks to everybody. Thanks to Carlos, Bill yeah, George, and everybody else who's filled in and Love put up with our crud for all these years.
3: And all cool. the ribs at in Aces.
1: Uh, absolutely. Robert, uh, thank you for everything, man. We'll see you soon. May May 14th. 14th carbon, carbon TV. TV.